Hey, hey y'all, this, this is, is the, the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast, podcast, where we sip, share, and connect. Fueled by coffee, conversation, and community. This is Erica. And I'm John. And together, and together we're we the are the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast. podcast. Grab your favorite coffee. And come listen along with us. Welcome to 2024 and season two, episode one of the Coffee Duo podcast. Let's go. I cannot believe we are in season two already. And today we already just had an amazing interview that you're going to get to hear in just a few minutes with Erica's brother. Who is this guy? I know, Vincent Lawrence. So, And who's he with? So he's with the Flying Squirrel Coffee Company and he roasts. He's their main head roaster. Head roaster. He's the head roaster there. A new venture that Flying Squirrel Coffee Company is running and gunning they are going full steam ahead uh, they were our first that's right interview from season one right. back all the way in 2023 that was forever <laughs> ago i know but uh this interview with vincent is a little more technical than right. some of them mm-hmm. but the roasting part as he it makes technical. it sound he's gonna let you know but is it or is it not is it technical yeah. is it easy is, is it, it not easy? easy but he's gonna let yeah. us know these things here And so we want you to stick around for Vincent Lawrence, the Flying Squirrel Coffee Company's roasting. Here we go. So thank you so much, Vincent, for joining us. Vincent is the roaster at Flying Squirrel Coffee Company in Mansfield, Texas. So Vincent, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us for this. Oh, I thank you very much, sister. It's always my pleasure. Always my pleasure. And by the way, if you hadn't already noticed, Vincent is my brother. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Coffee, coffee is definitely in our family. <laughs> and he's my brother-in-law now. And um, yeah. we also became doctors together also. That's right. So yeah, that's amazing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Whole different episode. Whole different episode. Exactly. So Vincent, when you were first, you know, when Amy, our sister, first started talking to you about roasting... Obviously, you did not come from a coffee background at all. Negative. So not at all. Not at all. You were in the hotel business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, how was that? I-, I could imagine a little bit of anxiety and fear. Like, how was that going into a completely new industry? Well, I will say the like the I haven't had many many jobs mm-hmm. but i've had each like job that i've had it's never been like a success like the same type of job mm-hmm. whenever whatever i've switched so that's kind of been like usual for me so right. not, i mean it's kind of like you know nerve-wracking like oh it's kind of a big deal you know working for your sister for too. Shop, you know, for the first time. <laughs> but i would say um it was more just you know i like to learn so mm-hmm. that was kind of just right in my wheelhouse that's good so and then as yeah, and then as far as like because the first what year you were actually a barista, mm-hmm. you had yep. to actually learn how to serve the coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. So exactly. how was that experience for that first year? Oh, that was quite a quite a jump. Mainly because <laughs> mainly because uh, all I ever used to drink was just uh, you know classic drip coffee. Mm-hmm. You know? Nothing's wrong with classic okay. black drip coffee at all. Thank <laughs> you. Says John, still nothing wrong with it. Still nothing wrong with it. Still Thank delicious. you. Thank still you. Says John, the classic black black coffee drinker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still delicious. 
Always a good go-to. Yes. Um, but then I would start drinking like cold brew. You know, uh-huh. what I was trying to do you know, something different. Right. Um, I'm still not. I know people like to put a lot of crazy stuff in there. All right. The coffee, and I'm still not there yet. That's me. So I will say the the barista side of it challenged me on the all the flavors that people like to put in their stuff, mm-hmm. all the milks. So that kind of challenged me a little bit, and that was kind of a shocker. Like, oh, yeah that's a, a lot of options but i was like that's cool you know whatever you like and how very precise people are on right their options. oh mm. my goodness just hearing people order at any coffee shop we're at we can hear the precision and what people yeah. want in their coffee for sure then you wonder you're like all right how many times did that take them to get that oh yeah true <laughs> very true I've, I've thought that too yes I want a caramel macchiato with half whip coconut milk upside down all that fun stuff uh, Oh, yeah. Respond this exactly. No more, no less. So as far as the first year of experience that you had, one of the things that I think would be interesting is I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that your previous jobs were not customer focused. They were all kind of behind the scenes. For the most part, at the hotel, I did do maintenance, mm-hmm. which did involve uh, talking to people, actually getting pretty close to people. Mm-hmm. Um, more than I, that, I would say that probably stretched me a lot for this job <laughs> for sure. So, I mean, stretched in different ways, which is good. But sure. I would say, cause you got in pretty close proximity to people when you're working on their, their stuff in their room mm-hmm. while they're standing there. So you kind of got to chit chat for a little bit. So that's, uh, true. but I would say the other ones, yes, correct. Well, that, and that's good, like you said, because it stretched you and what you were sort of like in your experience in life so far, right? So it kind of helped you grow. You grow. You grew as a, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So <clears throat> tell me about the, the experience you've had thus far and how long exactly have you been roasting now? Since, I want to say November. November. That's when we officially started. So it's it been three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us how the three months has been. Like, what's been your surprise that you weren't expecting? And then what's been the great part that you have experienced so far? I would say the surprise is, is how simple it is. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, a lot of stuff, it's, you know, you can see the science of it all. And then, you know, but I feel like it's very cool because it's, like, very at its base level, it's very simple. I mean, anyone, obviously anyone can do it. You can just get your, mm-hmm. how they used to make coffee was in a pan. So right. it's, like it's, you know, rocket science. So it's just really cool that you can start very simple and then just gradually, you know, learn all the little ins and outs. So right. That's, that's part where my, my brain loves that part of like kind of yeah. mastering something. It's very fun. And what kind of roaster are you guys using over there? Ooh, it's a Diedrich IR-12. Oh, Okay. And we got to actually oh, yeah. visit mm-hmm. visit the location where you were roasting. And I know you just got done saying it was super easy, but I'm going to say I think someone mechanical like you understands a little bit better because when you were showing yeah. me the charts that you made up was a lot different than just saying easy to someone. Not that right. anyone can't learn it, but I think you've really mastered it in a, in a quick time of what you were doing. So. That's what I was going to say, because I was like, um, I saw charts and graphs. and <laughs> There was lots of graphs, and you had all this stuff down to a science of minutes and seconds. and Yeah. But yeah, but that's part of the fun. Yeah. You get the line. You're like, oh, that's good. Kind of experiment with the different times and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, I, I was actually surprised, too, as far as how short of a time it really took 
for from going from a green bean to a roasted bean. No, not green beans right. like from the no, can. Green right? beans like that. Not I knew you were going to say that. Some it. of them were Great white looking. Again. Yeah. It's like a it's almost like a grayish green. Yeah. Really. It's kind of interesting. But but that Great kind of surprised me how quick you know, it started to, I mean, we were literally there from when you put the, the raw beans in and then when you took them out and I was like, that was not as long as I expected. Yes. No, it's real quick. And it's, that's what's so cool about it. Cause turnaround time is real quick. You're like, okay. That one turned out pretty well. And so here's a cool thing. So I did find out one cool thing. Well, not one, one of many cool things. So when you do like big batches, right? So not necessarily to, cover mistakes but to also this is a part of learning process so mm -hmm. what you do is if you do like multiple big batches right and let's say you're you're you have like a target time right in temperature so if you go too short on the first one right say by like you know like a minute or so so you, you want to go for the window the mm -hmm. optimum window right is nine to twelve minutes okay but obviously you would love to stretch that as much as possible so you can get more body right coffee right but if you are short by like a minute, say like you know, 10 minutes or something, and you're like, nah, I really want to go for 12. And so your second batch is at, you know, 12, right? Mm -hmm. You can mix those, and there's not really a big difference, hmm. if that makes sense. It does, because you're getting ready to grind it up, and you'll never yeah. even tell the difference, yeah. really. But so if, I mean, obviously, in smaller batches, you'll notice, right. you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But if you're doing like big batches, not really that much so that's why it's cool because once you as long as you start writing stuff down keep a track that's when you're like okay i know how to do this one this way and then because each bean is different each bean will cook differently which is very cool that is that really way. cool so you mean from like so, the costa rican to the ethiopian those is that's what you're talking about cooks differently bingo oh yes, okay mm -hmm. each one has different densities all that kind of stuff yeah because you know when i was helping to research the um, the different sources of where coffee you know comes from originally when we kind of started thinking about this podcast, it's really fascinating because it has to do with their water. It has to do with their climate. It has to do with you know the um, the terrain, altitude. how the altitude exactly. So it's really fascinating each place. And John has come up with his favorite, by the way which we no. got while we were at the Flying Squirrel over Christmas, which is from... Costa Rica. Green beans. Costa Rica. I love the green beans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Costa Rica um, coffee, I think, is my favorite. I, I I just like the body of it. And plus, I always drink it like black drip or whatever, so I'm not adding stuff to it. So I kind of like taste it as it is. So that has become my favorite one lately. That's a good one. That, yeah, a lot of people like that one. That's a That's a really good one. And the other, yeah. the other thing is too, before you were roasting, you were also trying to, well, I think you did a really good job. You were, um, working on cold brew as well. Bingo. So yeah. I saw, was, I saw you doing a lot of that big batches of that. Oh yeah. Uh, that kind of, that kind of eased me into it a little bit. That was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Like a little, you know, learn more about the, basically that helped me learn about some of the beans hmm. because, okay. uh, Usually a lot of cold brew, you can either obviously do single origin, mm -hmm. but some places and a lot of places do like blends. Wow. So you can either do two beans or three, two types of beans or three types of beans, which is, you know, probably the most you want to do. But hmm. 
um, that way I would say, yeah, that probably kind of helped me start the process of learning more about the different kinds of beans and flavors. And now it's time for the question of the week. Does coffee upset your stomach? And now back to the show. So when you got into coffee, did you ever think it was this diverse? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. I was so like bewildered as well. Bewildered is a fun word. I I would say the the same is true for me. I had no idea that there was the different flavors and and then like you said different temperature I mean different times you have to do in the machine. So what is one of your favorite things while you're roasting? Like you just cuz we went to visit just like John said earlier and it looked like cuz you're there like all day, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. like 9 to 4, 8 to 4. Right. So and and you're mostly doing small batch. So when you're there like what's probably the f- most favorite part of that day of roasting for you? Ooh, I will say, all right, it was probably, all right, I got a couple, more than one. I apologize. It's okay. So obviously when the beans come right out of the the roaster, because mm-hmm. it smells delicious. Right. <laughs> it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <Very delicious. laughs> Can't confirm. That's it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, it's just, it's a weird thing that I like um, sealing the bags. It's really weird. I don't know why. Like pressing all the air out, having mm-hmm. them all lined up, and then stickering at the same time is so good. That's why we're my favorite. <laughs> Erica, I saw, got a little experience with that too I this did. time. That was so she much fun. A few of them. I love doing that. I guess that would be the you're liking it when it first comes out, and then you're sealing it. That's like your your stamp of approval. Like mm-hmm. you're yeah. like done with it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. What about the solitude? What about the solitude part? Then you see all of your all your work right in the bag. Yeah. And the solitude part, I mean, do you just love being by yourself for a little while? Because you're always in front of people at the shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Love it. That's actually one of my favorite parts. <laughs> That's what I was waiting to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Always there. Because it's you, the beans, and I like to bring in Jesus. There you go. Yeah. The whole time. There you go. I love that. I, I saw say, you with read, your Bible there. Yeah. You read some scripture while you're waiting there for yeah. those 9 to 12 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. I also got a little sound bar so I can jam that one there. Oh, oh there. Nice. there. I know. I like that. You're like, I've got music. I got my Bible. I got the beans. Yeah. You know, it's also, this is really interesting. So Amy and I one time had gone to Florida and to see our Aunt Sandy. And we walked into a coffee shop that had a roaster in the coffee shop. And I thought that was a little unusual in the back. And the yeah. reason I thought it was strange was because it was, it smelled like it was burning the beans. And I thought, well, that's not a great smell because it did not smell like when we walked into the flying squirrel roasting mm-hmm. um, plant, so to speak. It did not smell like that. It actually smelled great. It smelled like coffee. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I've told you a couple of times there's been a few people walk up because they, they smell some, some stuff and they're like, what's going on over here? Oh, <laughs> they want a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Sorry about that. I'm like, you have to wait a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, uh, this isn't for sale that way. <laughs> and so, so on the technical side of it, we don't do a whole lot of that. But um, once you seal the bag with the beans, is it ready to be put in stores right then to sell? Or does it have to wait a day or two or a week? Or is there a time limit on them? Oh, there's definitely a time limit. Usually it's uh, three days. Okay. So it's all the 
I mean, there's always going to be some like, you know, degas and you know, the beans mm-hmm. as it goes. But for the first three days, that's when most of the gas comes out. You just want to wait. So that way, you know, whenever you grind the beans, there's no, no gas in there. So okay. That'll change the flavor. Profile yeah, we, d- we don't want gas in our coffee. <laughs> yeah. Don't gassy beans. Yeah. Gassy beans. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know that either. I didn't know Until either. that day that you had to actually like let it rest, so to speak. Yes. So, so that's why whenever you like getting a, we found this, well, me and Amy talking about bags a lot. It's like, we definitely, you'd be surprised how expensive, like just getting bags are with mm-hmm. a little uh, one way uh, valve. Right. Because if you don't do that, then your bags will be ginormous. And they'll be oh, cause the off gassing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what that's for. So the little mm-hmm. tab on the front is to help it off gas. Bingo. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but what's and it is very expensive because I actually helped pick out the bags that kind of like I guess you call it like an opalescent. It's it's a gorgeous bag, but it's very expensive. It's not just like a Ziploc baggie or a paper baggie that you throw these in, right? It's yeah, got to be no. a special coffee bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they have like lowered like tier level ones, like you know, I think like brown bags, but they also it's not just like a normal brown paper bag. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. It's like a little bit nicer, but yes, generally speaking. Oh, nice. Okay. And we've got some video footage of you roasting mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. going to put up on Instagram as well. Yeah. And uh, that was that was so neat when you poured it out into the, I don't know, the hopper or something. I'm not sure what it's called. Yeah. The, uh, the air cool bin. Air cool. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. That was so neat to see that. That was really like cool to see and and the smell was great as well yeah it was agitator in there as well yeah it was awesome yeah Yeah, it was really awesome we walked in and i was like holy cow that thing was way bigger than i expected yeah how much get how much can you do per per um roasting time in that like 15 pounds 20 pounds what do you know what it is so this is a fun part so it um they have they do obviously have like a maximum like weight right and it's like 30 pounds is like the max amount of beans you can put in there and roast. Gotcha. But you can kind of like, you know, get close. I wouldn't suggest going you know, like to the, to the 30 mark because, you know, you want to you make sure your machine lasts. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, but we found that our machine, since um, right now, obviously, you know, starting out, uh, like if we do say we want like 15 pounds, right? Uh-huh. It works out perfectly, so that'll be three big bags that we have. Okay, yeah. Um, so you're gonna have any time you have to take in, um, like a, we call it, like shrinkage, like bean shrinkage. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of when you cook the stuff, same thing. Like when you cook food, like a lot of stuff gets cooked at. Um, right. So that's like like twenty to twenty two percent of the weight of the bean is gone. That's so a you crazy have to number. Account for that. Wow, that's a big number. That's yeah. a crazy number. That's a quarter of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's so, you have to insane. For that. so that's why so like at 15 pounds I would actually instead of so say if I had you know 15 pounds or I want to do 15 pounds of Brazilian or let's just say John's favorite Costa Rica. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Thank you. Um, you would actually have to put I usually put about 18. Wow. Oh, that 18 makes pounds. sense. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to. So you kind of have to like, especially the blends, you got to kind of do more math just because you're like, all right, so because the ratios on that, usually you have, you know, uh, your base being in a blend, say like a three blend, right? So that's like half of your blend right there. Then the other two are kind of just split between that. But you have to do the math on that. So that's that's where. Uh, 
So, so, so uh, I get to remind my son then that, you know, math really does apply in the real world. It does. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately. (laughs) Well, Vince, this has been interesting. and, And I have to say, I loved watching you do what you do in the roasting aspect. That was a lot of fun. I know that John had a ton of fun too with it, just, you know, seeing everything and how it works and, and we just can't thank you enough, A, for that experience, and then B, for being with us today on the show, on our first show of season two. Yeah. Woo. So Vince with the Flying Squirrel Coffee Company Roasters. Yeah. He is over thank there you, getting it all done in Texas. Yep. Mansfield, Ooh, Texas. Nice and chilly. Nice and chilly. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Woo-wee. Keep your heaters going. Yeah. Well, be safe. Stay warm and toasty. And thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, yes, man. Appreciate y'all. Love you both. All right. God bless. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. You've been listening to Coffee Duo Podcast Radio. Like, share, subscribe, and review everywhere podcasts are found. Views and opinions expressed by the guests of Coffee Duo Podcast are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of the program. Rights reserved. No duplication or redistribution without permission. Thanks for listening to the Coffee Duo Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you.